you're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I am your host, Daniel Davis, and I'm part of Your Future is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers by connecting them to adults through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Please note that the information provided during the program does not reflect the career in its entirety. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Krista Boynton. Thank you for being here today, Krista. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) She's a wedding photographer in the Sacramento and Chico area, as well as the Santa Cruz County area. And so she's going to be telling us about her career, her dream career, right? Yeah. As a wedding (laughs) photographer. So what does it mean to be a wedding photographer in the day of the life of Krista B. Photography? Uh, Okay, good question. So a lot of people think that photographers are just some hobbyists. So a lot of people create photography pages on Instagram and people just kind of take it as, oh, that is just uh, a hobby. But my life is much more on the business side than the necessarily the photography side it's both for sure but people typically don't see the work when it comes to the business side so my life involves a lot of travel a lot of contacting people they will either email me they'll message me through Instagram or I guess text me sometimes but it's all about contacting them back as well as planning their sessions out their weddings like talking about what a wedding would look like if I were their photographer Um, I travel all around. I mean, I say that I will travel anywhere, but I mainly just travel around California, and I do that all the time. I usually travel to, like, three different places in California a week. So, but then there's lots of things when it comes to the business side of things and uh, all the organization of making sure all the the dates are clear, all your investments are all kept track of and all that. Sounds like a busy life. Yeah, I don't know if I described it the best, but yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think you definitely showed how busy it is. Um, But what we were saying about how people think that it's a hobby that you have, um, do you have any stories about how maybe someone approached you and asked if that's your real career? Or like, do you have any sort of anecdotes like that? Um, Honestly... Every day, people will ask me, like, oh, like, you're really a photographer? Like, oh, you're an actual business owner. It's like, yeah, I'm a business owner. I'm not just taking pics for fun. Like, I mean, I I mean, I am, I guess, in a sense. But actually, just recently, I was talking to someone who's like, I'm a business owner. I make this much money. And I was like, cool, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur myself. As a wedding photographer, he completely disregarded me. And How then, so? Uh... Well, like a few days later after I told him that, I was saying, I was telling somebody else like how I do my taxes and how I, and all of these things that had to do with business. And he's like, oh, so you're like an actual business owner. I'm like, yes, I said that, but I guess he so, didn't like, take me seriously. many minutes after you had been in the conversation with him? No, this was like a completely different day. Like a different day where he's like, wait, you actually own your own business? I'm like, I literally said that the other day, but okay. It's wow, <laughs> that's... Kind of, I think that's something that not many people would think of in the life of a wedding photographer. Yeah, I think 
especially younger people, I would say, because younger people, I think, are more aware of what wedding photography means, especially because of Instagram. Yeah, Because there's so many different wedding accounts and Pinterest things about professional photography poses and everything like that, right? I think that so many people just think it's just a creative job, so therefore, because of that, you know, you make no money and it, it doesn't really count. Wow. But, yeah, I don't see it that way at all. What's the difference between someone who's a photographer who's just starting their career and how far can someone take that? Oh, good question. (laughs) Okay, so at first, you know, you just do shoots for fun. You take your pictures. You edit as many as you want. You give them back to to whoever you took the photos of. Um, But as time goes on, you have to figure out – Like, how many pictures am I going to tell them I'm for sure going to give them, like, that they're paying for? Oh, I need insurance for these venues. Oh, I need a business license to just do this in general. As time goes on, you know, you have to figure out how much your time is actually worth when going out and doing things as, you know, as in traveling to your session, doing your session, coming back from your session, editing your whole session. Like, how much are you worth and how much are people actually going to pay for you? And, like, as time goes on, you have to think more along the business side than you would even think to begin with because at first it's just creative, like, ooh, I'm just going to, like, do this fun thing. And then you have to think about how can I up-level that to to business. So, for example, now I give, like, gifts to my clients. I create, like, different things. Um, for example, I have a photography guide that I send my clients as soon as they book me so that way they can prepare for their, their session whether it be engagement, family, whatever, you know, onto weddings and stuff like that. So it's a lot more paperwork and, you know, keeping track of, you know, how many miles did I travel to this location? Can I write that off of my taxes? It's just like a lot more of those little details than, you know, you would think from the beginning. Yeah, a lot more than just taking pictures. Yes, and I think that that's just what people think. It's like, (laughs) you don't see all the, like, little things that go behind the scenes. Yeah, and there's, I think, a lot of people dream of being a wedding photographer, but probably don't even take into consideration. Like, did you, like, what, because you've dreamed about being a wedding photographer since... For a long time, yeah. So, I think that a lot of creative people, specifically, they don't have a business type of mind. So they go into things like, oh, like, I don't want to put any constraints on it. Or I, I don't tell them that we need to, I don't know. I do things very different than a lot of just creative photographers. I think that people that don't necessarily have a business mind, they don't go as far, typically, because they're only concerned about the one thing, which is maybe taking creative pictures rather than, like, having a more, like, client-first kind of mindset rather than, like, oh, I want the pictures I want to get for my creative side. Instead, it's more, at least for me, I, I try to think of, like, what do they want first? Mm-hmm. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I am Danielle, and I'm joined by Krista Boynton. We are learning today about her journey to becoming a professional wedding photographer with Krista B. Photography, her own business. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Information provided during the program does not necessarily reflect the career in its entirety. Did you originally 
anticipate all of the logistics versus versus like the creative side I never I never saw that side at the beginning I, at first I mean I was just out like outraged by how much wedding photographers charged but as time went on and I saw the different business sides of things I was like well that makes sense um but I mean I was happily surprised because I always kind of saw myself owning a business or even being a manager of a big business so it was exactly kind of up my alley without me really like necessarily knowing that from the start when I started taking photos more seriously. Can you, because you're only 23 years old and you have a booming photography business. Oh, thank you. <laughs> can you. Can you give a little backstory as to how your business began and your journey yeah. from high school, going into college, and then graduation and so on? Yeah. So I'm going to start from the very beginning. When I was young, I took photos of everything with a disposable camera. I'd get them developed as like a little like eight-year-old. And then when I was 12, I bought my first little digital camera. And the first time I used it, I went to the zoo and I was just taking pictures of all these animals. And then I realized when I was showing people my pictures, I would just flip through until I saw the people because no one really cared about this. Mm -hmm. not, not saying people don't care about animals, but people typically care more about seeing the people in the pictures. So then I was like, you know what, I'm going to really just focus on taking pictures of people for memories. And then from there, I, I was set in charge of taking portraits of people for the high school's musicals and all of that. And I even just went into video for a while and thought, like, I should be a videographer. And when I went into college, Because you wanted to go and film. Yeah. Into film at one point, right? Uh, yeah, so I, I went into college with a declaring... I guess my bachelor's in film, but then I realized, you know what, I don't want to move to LA if I want to go into film, that's probably not the best idea. So I dropped it. I kind of just stopped doing photo video stuff the first few months because I didn't really know anyone enough to really do it. But then I remember writing on my bucket list, I would love to just photograph one wedding in my lifetime. And then I remember a few people had seen some of my photos and reached out like, hey, I'll, I'll pay you like, you know, $25 for, you know, a session. I was like, wow, people will pay me for this. Although that feels like no money. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just create a Facebook page and Instagram page just to show those like shoots of random people that I'm doing. And that kind of like blew up when people were like, oh my gosh, such an affordable grad photographer. And so when um, I did one grad photograph, like a uh, photo shoot of a graduate, everyone and their mother saw those and was like, $25 for a whole session with her. Okay. So I ended up doing like 40 my first year of college when I was 19. And so from there, like someone had asked me to do a wedding and I said no, because I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much. I'm so nervous for that. And then they asked me again, like a few months later, and told me like, oh, we'll give you $1,000. And that was so much more than I was making. So I was like, okay, like I'll totally do it. And so I reached out to a different photographer um, that I really admired and was like, hey, can I just shadow you, watch you, and see how you do a wedding? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. And she was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to Tahoe like next weekend. My second shooter just bailed. I would love if you came. It was perfect timing. Wow, that's was, amazing timing. I know, it was so good. So I was like, okay, I'm coming. And she liked me so much. We became good friends because it was a long drive that she was like, I'd love it if you became my official second shooter. And she had a wedding every weekend. So I ended up shooting about 15 
weddings with her that year and with that the experience from those photos a lot more people had seen my wedding work and from there I would do like 10 weddings on my own to 15 now I'm doing 25 this year so as you know as time has gone on I've just done more and more and I think especially with doing so many grads as those people are getting married they're like oh I loved that photographer you know that I had a few years ago so repeat clients are amazing but I really do believe that I've just been blessed with so many amazing people that have believed in me so therefore they're like you know what I want to want to go back to her I want to tell people about her and I have seen kind of the generosity of my $25 sessions like kind of pay off in the long run I, I did so many people for such an affordable rate that they just remember me but now I you know I charge a lot more so yeah yeah and I think that's kind of relates to a lot of different careers that you kind of need to start from the bottom for a lot of things you dream about mm -hmm. the non-traditional types of careers you always hear about people who started at a base level internship or just working somewhere for free just to get the experience and just to yeah. really learn from the best of the best people and then they take those skills and go on with it yeah it really pays off especially you know the more people you can network with the better for sure yeah for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I am Danielle, and I'm joined by Krista Boynton. Um, we are learning today about her journey to becoming a professional wedding photographer with Krista B. Photography, her own business. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Information provided during the program does not necessarily reflect the career in its entirety. How do you get most of your clients? Well, honestly, I get most of them from Instagram because nowadays Instagram, at least for photographers, is like a Google search to see, you know, whose work you like more rather than just who pops up first on the search. It's just like, oh, wow, I like that picture right away. And then you can like look more into their work in such a it's so much faster to just see all their work really quickly rather than have to go through their website, you know, all of those steps. So I write hashtags on my photos and, or like not write them on them, but you know, in the comments. And so it'll pop up on different hashtags. And so people will typically find me through that. They're looking for a Santa Cruz photographer, a Sacramento photographer. I'll, I can be, you know, at the top there and then they'll see my work. So I think that's the, I'd say 80% of my clients find me that way. And then I'd say about, the other portion finds me typically through word of mouth or recommendations from a, another vendor that have worked with me before. So, yeah. Or even... Also, connections are really important to your job. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Cool. You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I would like to remind listeners that I am interviewing Krista Boynton, who is the entrepreneur of her own business, Krista B. Photography, a wedding photography business. Thank you again for being here, Krista. Thank you for having me. How many people do you typically interact with on your job? Do you need to be someone who's very social, would you say, or yeah. kind of more yeah. antisocial people do it as well? Or <laughs> Honestly, I would say that I've seen a lot of people that are a little bit more in this the introverted side they don't do weddings they'll do other types of photography like landscapes or even do videography but I think you have to be really good with people to do video because a lot of your vibes that kind of come off you really make a huge impact on how the photos come out if people are like oh I'm comfortable with this this person like 
I can laugh, I can, you know, be the weird person I am, then the better the photographer because they can capture those, like, really raw, natural moments rather than people that look so stiff. Yeah, because you really like to get to know your clients before you even accept their wedding, right? Yeah, so what I do is I'd say I probably get, like, 10 emails a day. I probably get, like, two wedding inquiries a day and I will always you know if I'm available for their date which you know when there's only so many dates a lot of times I'm not but if I am available then I'll say I would love to meet with you either over FaceTime over the phone or in person for coffee date before we continue because it is so important that you like each other because it can be awkward if we don't have that connection. Have there Um, ever been any people that you haven't had that connection with and you knew right away. Oh my gosh! At that yes. initial meeting, yes. and you had to turn them down or something. Yes. Or what does that what does that look like? Can you give an example? Yes. Okay. So about a year ago, I went to coffee with this couple, and um, I was asking them questions, and I kind of wanted to just kind of have that natural connection, but. I'd be like, okay, so how did you meet? And they'd be like, oh, um, Tinder. Just one word. Like they had no story or anything like they had no excitement to tell me and I just I really I really connect with like kind of hopeless romantic people that are like excited to talk to me that like want to tell me their story rather than our first day was at a movie theater or whatever and I kept kind of trying to pull things out of them usually an hour can go by no problem but I was just pulling teeth and it was awkward I couldn't wait to leave because I honestly didn't know what else to ask Wow, how did you turn them down then? So, oh, I cannot believe I'm admitting this, but I just told them when they're like, oh, we would love to have you as our photographer. I was like, they, and I I told them like, I'd love it if you thought about it when we left the meeting. And then like, like a day or two later, they're like, we thought about it. We'd love to have you as our photographer. And I just said, I'm so sorry. My friend just picked her wedding date. It's the same day. I can't go. Wow. (laughs) I feel like it's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah, so that's, and I've done that probably like three times. Be- for couples just kind of like that sort of thing? Yeah, but honestly, most of the time they know. Usually, like, they don't pick me if we don't connect. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's not, I think that's not really something you typically think of when it, you go so into true. the business. Yeah, so it's funny. When my brother got engaged and was looking for a wedding photographer, he was like, oh, this guy, he'll do our wedding for pretty cheap and kind of a friend. And I was like, okay, but the main thing is you want to, like, really like his work and you want to really like him because you are going to spend a majority of your day with him. You want to like him or else the day is not going to be as fun or even he's not going to capture things as well. And he's like, yeah, he doesn't really have that much wedding experience, so I guess, you know, we'll meet with him. And even he, that was not something that he had thought about my brother and so once my brother and him met he's like you're right you know I don't want to spend my whole wedding day with him so it is really important to to meet with people talk to them kind of see that connection before you make the commitment of that much money yeah because sometimes that could even ruin someone's wedding date if they have a photographer that they that has a bad attitude or someone that they don't get along with necessarily yeah I've seen so many you know I've had a lot of brides kind of message me after their wedding like oh I wish I had you as my wedding photographer you seem like you really try to capture those natural candid moments you like use a lot of prompts and poses rather than my photographer just was like oh you smiled that's great that's one we're good and they didn't really prioritize all the the moments in between and not only that but even when I've done wedding videos I'll see other wedding photographers just not have a super optimistic or like positive kind of connection with 
the either the bridal party, the family, the couple. I kind of see how it it does impact the people in the photos because they are confused or don't know what to do in the photos. When people have like clear direction and don't feel confused, then they are confident and you know the photo looks completely different. Yeah, because a lot of, I mean, whenever I've taken family photos, or, or not every time because we've ta- you've taken some of my family <laughs> photos, but sometimes it can feel really uncomfortable because you don't know how to pose and if the photographer is not giving you enough guidance for how to do that, it's kind of uncomfortable to just bring out your inner model self. Yeah, you need someone to tell you to do it to feel like it's okay most of the time, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. What I usually do in order to help create kind of a more natural feeling for people is I, I always play music. I, like, never go a session without. One time I forgot my speaker and I went out and bought another one just for the session because I was like, I have to have the music. It really does make people feel kind of at ease rather than they're just meeting a stranger and it's silent and they're just following commands. Rather, it feels like they're just kind of, like, laughing with, like, music in the background. just feels a lot more, kind of just sets the sets the vibe. Totally. Music changes any vibe. Yeah. Imagine walking into any restaurant without music yeah. or any coffee shop. I think some like rest a lot of restaurants don't have music and I'm always I always feel like there's something missing. There's something missing. <laughs> yeah. Has your career in photography and the industry of wedding photography in general changed since you began? I know you've only been going for 3ish years now and if not, do you see that changing at all in the future? Uh the the path of photography just the whole industry this itself, industry? wedding photography. Okay. Do you see it changing uh, at all? Yes and no. One thing that really freaks me out is honestly how phones keep developing and cameras keep getting better because I always fear, what if people just think they're not going to need a professional photographer, but I think that just because you have nice equipment doesn't make you talented at making the magic happen, I guess, behind the lens. Like, you know, you can take, you can easily take a nice quality photo on a phone, but it doesn't make you a great editor, great at making like a really funny or like fun or like beautiful moment occur behind, behind it. So uh, at the same time, I feel like phone photography will change it, but I also feel like it's probably always going to be the same with people needing to have a wedding photographer, someone who is good at posing people good at making the day flow, good at all the, all the above. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you definitely add a vibe to a wedding. I would say any photographer. Yeah. Because you, you're with, how, how long are you with the wedding party and the wedding couple? You're with them most of the day. You're like, I. So like how many hours? Give like a layout. With my bridal (laughs) place. Let's see. You're with them almost entirely until the reception. At the reception, you're more like behind the scenes, kind of candidly taking everyone's photos creepily in the corner. But like, but for the most part, you're with them up until that point. Wow. Yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I am Danielle, and I'm joined by Krista Boynton. We are learning today about her journey to becoming a professional wedding photographer with Krista B. Photography, her own business. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. Information provided during the program does not necessarily reflect the career in its entirety. 
What is something you wish someone would have told you when you were starting out in your career? That's a good question. I would say um, pursue education earlier. So I did a lot of my own like experimenting with editing, experimenting with how a session would go, all of those things, because I just thought that what I knew was best. But after, you know, a lot of trial and error, I started pursuing some online education for wedding photography. And now I, I try to invest in that quite a bit every year just to refresh myself, get new perspective and all of that. And I, I think that the second I invested in my education and I grew in both my editing and just how I interact with my clients and my whole client experience has changed so much and my clientele grew so much and honestly that is truly what made me go from part-time to full-time so if I from the beginning had pursued education I think I could have grown a lot faster. You mean education within your college experience? No I mean like education from those online like I would take those online courses specifically for wedding photographers and oh. each one like they're all video so or I mean some sometimes they're like written but a lot of times they'll show you specifically like for example how to pair like a tall woman with a shorter man or like you know a bigger woman with a like a skinny man or like you know just weird proportions like you know and there just be a lot of different things I'm like okay if you want to get out there like you need to use hashtags like weird things like that that I hadn't thought about before mm-hmm. and all of a lot those of logistical things, yeah things. just every little thing really made a difference like for example I had no photos of myself on my Instagram page up until I learned from my education that when people follow you they want to see who's the person behind the camera like ooh, am I gonna like this person like like the person actually taking the pictures and um, I didn't know that so then I was like oh I feel weird putting myself on my photography page I didn't take the picture Um, But then I realized, like, the second I started posting photos of myself, like, people like to see who you are and want to see if they could actually connect with who you are when they hire you for their wedding. So I really saw that as also kind of like a turning point. Really, just all the little things really did make a big difference. I really, I I think that I was kind of prideful about, like, ooh, I'm (laughs) self-taught. But Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it was the best. I think that, yeah, if I had learned that earlier, it would have been better for my business. Definitely. For those who are listening, who are maybe graduating high school or graduating college, what sort of advice would you give to these people? Mm. Can I think about it for a sec? Yeah, definitely. So if someone were to be interested in becoming a wedding photographer or know more about like what that's like, I would say that you do need to be aware that going into becoming a photographer you are probably 15% a photographer 85% business owner so if your mind doesn't go that way with business you kind of that's pretty essential um so think that through a little bit also you do kind of need to be a you need to be good with people a lot of wedding photographers aren't extroverts you don't need to be an extrovert extrovert (laughs) but but you do need to be good with people that's really important well thank you Krista for joining me today thanks for asking me all these questions yeah (laughs) great great talking to you I really think that you have just inspired our listeners 
I'm so with glad. all of your knowledge <laughs> and everything. Because this is definitely a career that I think people don't know all of the, the... behind the scenes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What you see is not what you get. Exactly. <laughs> and thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning in to today's career story with myself, Danielle Davis, and Krista Boynton on what to be. If you have any questions or would like to share your own career story with us, send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please join us again at 90.7 FM K-Squid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.